0: This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church, and you will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life, this is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast, Bill McMahon, along with Steve Sargent from the Hiawatha yeah. Church of God in Christ. Yes, sir. <laughs> Got it. I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just proud of myself every time I say it <laughs> that I get all those words in the right order. That makes you a more important church because you have more words in your name than we do. Yeah, I was given our name to someone because they thought
1: it was hiawatha church of god and i said no church of god in christ, in christ. he said oh you got all of them in
0: there yeah <laughs> <laughs> and we're spirit filled yeah <laughs> we well how are you doing man how, how's your ministry good. going good
1: we're doing it, good good yes. what's yeah. new anything new uh no we uh are surviving one of the most challenging winters we've had in a while
0: but, right uh hey the snow is melting yeah you're excited about oh, it I'm I'm want ice. Excited. i want more ice i want to get cold so i can go photograph bicycles coming off of cliffs i know (laughs) well i can send you somewhere and do that yeah do (laughs) it here seriously do it somewhere else don't do do it don't do it here the snow is melting low that makes it easier to hike out when it refreezes though so i'm I'm happy about that all All right right, so you're having a challenging winter uh your samaritan house of course director there which is a homeless shelter yes sir part of your many responsibilities and the many hats Mm -hmm. worn by Mr. Steve Sargent, and Pastor Steve Sargent, and Director Steve Sargent, and Worker Steve Sargent. Yeah, right. <laughs> Snow
1: Remover Steve Sargent.
0: Snow Remover Steve Sargent. <laughs> Steve Sargent, man, he's got it going on. But I'm glad you're here with me today anyway. Talking you. about John 17. Now, if you been a part of the podcast? We've been a little bit away from John. We talked about Christmas stuff. Then we've talked about grief and... Uh, but then we had a testimony uh, from a guy named Jimmy Hill, actually. So, okay. and uh, he talked about coming out of addiction and that was last week. And oh, so yeah. now we have you here blessing us with your presence, man. And John 17, Jesus Christ prays. And he's been talking to his disciples after he washes their feet. Mm-hmm. Last supper in John 13. Then you have 14, 15, 16. And he's in this big conversation, teaching his guys. And then John 17, he prays. Yes. And there's a lot of information that in this prayer that he gives about himself. And one thing it says in verse one, it says, after Jesus said this, he looked toward heaven and prayed. And then he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son that your son may glorify you. Mm. Now, I, I like to take things literally and just think about it. He looked up towards heaven when he prayed. Now, no judgment at all. I'm saying, I don't think I do. What do you think about that? When you pray? When I pray. Most of the time, I don't look up.
1: Right. Unless I'm laying down. I'm like, but most of the time, I don't look up. Yeah. I just, if, you know, you're in a ceremony or something, I bow. Usually, I'll bow my head. Right. Um, Shut your eyes. Yeah. But if I'm by myself, just talking to the Lord, I'm talking to him like I'm talking to you.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually, you know, when I pray, I'll walk around to the gym and I'll just pray. And I'm looking straight ahead or... I'm looking, you know, toward the floor. Mm -hmm. I would say most times, you know, you're, we've always been taught, you know, you bow your head and pray, right? And you teach little kids and they get on their knees by their bed and fold their hands and bow their heads and close their eyes and pray. Mm -hmm. That's how we pray. And I think about Jesus Christ lifting up his eyes towards heaven. And I thought, well, you know, Christ is in that spot where he has authority. He's connected with heaven for him kind of looking up. I look, you know, humility looking down a little bit, him looking up, you know, kind of also states who he is a little bit. Oh, yeah. Right. And nothing wrong with, you know, where does my help come from? You know, my help comes from the maker of heaven and earth. And, you know, I lift my eyes up to up, to the, up to the up to the hills, right? So not saying, you know, for us looking up is fine too, but I just noted it because so I'm like, yeah, I don't think that's the way I pray. I don't think I look up. I think I look, I tend to look down. Mm-hmm. So, but that's the humility thing. And then he said that he's looking for God to glorify him so that he can glorify God and he realizes that his glory isn't from himself. You know, he's not looking for a glory that he's manufactured right. or by something that he has done to look great is from God. Mm-hmm.
1: That's a very powerful statement. <clears throat> right. Yeah, that we recognize, this, you know, where his glory comes from and I think we should too. Right. We should recognize that not when people praise us for our achievements or we should give the glory and credit where it belongs
0: but i wonder how many people in our world when you look about i'm not saying you know the whole world you know everyone's listening is narcissistic and i don't believe that but i do think society tends to be self-centered society tends Mm -hmm. to elevate what we are doing what we're about what we've accomplished right oh yeah so then that would be a glory that we brought to ourselves right Mm -hmm. i mean if you're taking pictures of yourself all the time or you're talking about yourself all the time. I would say that that's you for you. Yeah. You know, I'm me for me where you look at Jesus Christ and he's asking God to bring him that glory. Cause he realize the glory that God brings is the most important glory there is. So if we live a life to gain glory from God, in other words, his appreciation, his praise, his, Hey, well done. Good right. and faithful. Sir. Right. I mean, that would be something worth living for. That yes. would be something meaningful.
1: That's true, because the should be our ultimate goal is we want to give glory to God, and we right. want to ultimately hear him say, well done. When he looks at us and, with the thumbs up, right. oh my, that's the most powerful achievement you could accomplish.
0: Right. Yeah. In your church, man, he's looking at you, <laughs> looking to you. I'm sure yeah. appreciating all the things that you've done. Yeah, right? I hope so. I know. Says uh, Jesus Christ also has authority to give eternal life. It says John in verse two. Now I thought this was interesting. He said that you, for God granted Jesus authority over all people, mm-hmm. that He might give eternal life to all those you have given Him. Now, if He's not really Jesus Christ, think about how crazy that sounds. Yeah. Right. I mean, he just said he has the authority to give people eternal life. Mm. That's a. Pretty big statement, I would say.
1: Yeah, that's a pretty big job
0: description. Yeah, you don't have it. I don't have it. I can't give anyone eternal life. that's a powerful resume. Right, absolutely. I mean, we can't accomplish... Like, you can't even get the Steelers to win. No. You know what I'm saying? And he's probably praying about it. We
1: went to the playoffs.
0: I wore wore a brown (laughs) shirt, though, today, because he's such... He goes, why'd you wear a brown shirt? I said, because you're a Steelers fan. I don't need another reason to wear a brown shirt. I thought you'd come all decked out in Steelers gear. You have. You know you've come here. Yeah, and I've, steal I've or done something. it before, done but
1: it. I'm trying to give some of that a rest. I'm re- regrouping for next year. Since <laughs> yeah, our quarterback left. So yeah, yeah, I know. We're starting different.
0: He didn't leave. He retired. Yeah, he, he didn't retired, leave you. But man, 18 years—that's a long time. We're going to miss him. That's true. Well, you know, know what is interesting when you think about it too. Jesus Christ is retired. Yeah, not from the total right, work He does, right, but right. I mean on what Earth. He was doing on Earth because he yeah. said I'm leaving Earth, mm-hmm. right? So he's I'm, I'm leaving this physical team right here. Yeah. And he was going on, but I'm so fascinated by this, is eternal life. And what is this eternal life anyway, Steve? Like, oh, what is this? Like, life. he said, I can give eternal life. What is that?
1: No, that's forever. Uh, in heaven with Christ and God and all of the, um, those who follow him. Right. Who have surrendered their lives to him forever. Right. Uh, with Without any trouble, <clears throat> no hospitals, sickness, death, pain, controversy. It's beyond perfect.
0: Right. It's it'll, beyond perfect. It'll be interesting someday. It says there's going to be a new heavens and a new earth, yes. and this old old one's going to melt away someday, and God's going to make a new one. It'll be interesting to see if he would make it like the original, if we could see what the world would have looked like before Noah's flood. You could see mm-hmm. what the world, right? He's going to remake that again. And I think some of that eternal life is going to come on that place, yeah. like because he's making a new yeah. heavens and a new earth. So mm-hmm. obviously... We're gonna be living there too, so I think it's gonna be super interesting. Like when I think about eternal life and going on forever, I think it's gonna be really an interesting, yes, interesting concept, right? It is.
1: It's uh, there's an old song they used to sing, "I'll trade a lifetime for just one day in paradise," mm. and because <clears throat> one day really isn't one day to us, you know, right? But. It, it would just be worth it. I, I can't even, I think about that all things. You know, I deal with a lot of funerals and you got to talk about eternity and where people are going. It just blows my mind. It right. blows my mind. Right. Because everything ends here. Right. Eventually. Right. We get old. My grandmother was 105. That's a long time, but she it ended. Time. But it ended. Everything ends here. Right. Imagine being in a place where it doesn't end. You never get sick. You're not going to catch COVID. You're not going to get the flu. You're not going to have a headache, stomach ache, arthritis, diabetes, heart arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> You'd never be disappointed by your team again. Yeah, that's like, right.
0: <laughs> We're all the winning team. You're all winners. Y'all have fun. Yeah. No, I, I think it's going to be a beautiful place, actually. And he said, this is eternal life in verse three, that they know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Now... Again, this is very, very significant. Christ has laid out who he is because mm-hmm. he said he has authority to give eternal life so that if a person on earth, let's say somebody wants to live forever, they're going to come put their faith in Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for their sins. Jesus Christ will wipe away every sin you've ever done. Yes, He'll give you eternal life. He can give that. Then he says that this is eternal life, that we get to know God. So I'm, I'm thinking, well, how well do we know God right now? If that's eternal life, me knowing God, then that begs the question, How well do I know God? Yeah. Am I even thinking about it? Eternal life. This, he said, this is eternal life. They they know you, the only true God. This is huge in the Old Testament. You think about uh, Elijah, Mount Carmel. Mm -hmm. What is he praying? That they will know that you are the Lord. Yes. The Lord, the Lord is one. Deuteronomy 6, 4. All the way throughout scripture to know who God really is. Moses, well, who am I saying is sending me? I am am that I am, right? This is the Lord, all caps in the Old Testament. The Lord, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God who created the world, right? Mm -hmm. The God who formed Israel, the God who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. I want you to know... Him, so that's super significant. So then I put that in my life. I'm like, yeah, but how much are we seeking God really? Like, I think a lot of times we as Christians behave ourselves. Like Mm. we're we're behaving. It's not like we're all doing bad stuff, and we'll come and help out at a dinner or we'll help out. But are we really seeking God?
1: Mm. You hit the nail in the head, right?
0: Yeah. You know, if eternal life is to know God, then I think we better get knowing. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying, and that's the important
1: part is we can know Him individually. Mm-hmm. you yeah. can know him you have a right you have an opportunity to know him I don't have to know him because you know him right I can know him
0: myself right yeah absolutely and then he says here that you know the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent so now it the whole old Testament's been know God know who God is right God wants to be with his people wants his people with him now you have Jesus Christ in there. Where now, equally important, I I know God and I know Jesus. Now, for every single person who says, well, listen, I just need to know, and let's take 12 steps in um, AA, right? I have a God of my own understanding, right? Some supreme being that you're looking to. Mm -hmm. When Jesus Christ prayed, he didn't pray, I ask God that they'll know who the supreme being is, right? Right. He said I want them to know me too. Yeah. So when we're coming to this God like Jesus Christ said in John 14:6, I'm the way the truth the life. No one comes to the Father except, except through me. me. Right? Right? So think about the significance of that statement that it's not just about knowing hey whoever's out there, <laughs> right? I want them to know Jesus Christ his yes. son. Yes. As a Christian, I mean, this is huge for us. Absolutely. It's right. huge
1: because Jesus Christ, as the Bible calls it, is the propitiation. He took our place. Right. He paid the price. He became the ultimate sacrifice right. for us to have access right. to God. Right. He made the way. We couldn't earn it. Right. We couldn't never be good enough for it. You know, There were not enough things to sacrifice <laughs> to get us to it. He became the sacrificial lamb and connected us to God. Right. We have access to him now.
0: Right. He made a way. And he did a lot of things to prove he was, too. In verse 4, he says, I brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. Mm -hmm. And so he had called his 12 disciples. He had made disciples of them. He had done miracles. He had taught the truth. And that was his job. Ultimately, it was to go to the cross. But there are a lot of things that Jesus Christ did on the way to that cross as far as, hey, this is how you need to live. This is what's important. Right? Mm Mm-hmm how to pray he taught him how to pray uh did i mean he helped all kinds of people and then he finally says now my work is done he's about to go to the cross i finished i gave you glory by finishing the work so then how do we bring glory to god we gotta finish the work finish the work right we keep working and we keep at it and we do the things that god wants us to do and really if you want to know how to bring glory to god is doing things for god yeah not just yourself that's true
1: because that's right. not how Jesus operated. He came as a servant, and he right. served, and we are to serve also.
0: Right. So everything that I do for me is just for me. It's kind of like what Jesus Christ said in Matthew 6. Look, mm-hmm. when, when people are praying to be noticed, yeah. they bring glory to themselves. That The praise of men is the only reward they'll ever get. Mm-hmm. And if they fasted so people would see them and think they were great, people thinking they were great is the only only reward they'll ever get. And if right. you give to show people you're giving and you do it for yourself, then whatever human little temporary momentary mm-hmm. human applause you got is the only reward you'll ever get. Cause you did it for you. Now there are certain things we do for ourselves. We watch football for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're, we're both rooting for the Bengals this weekend. Yeah, okay? we are. So we, we look at that and and we recognize that. Yeah. I mean, that's just entertainment and we'll enjoy it. And, and maybe we'll go for a hike and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with it, right? There's nothing wrong. We should not enjoy the world. God put it here. Be happy. Do good, right? I mean, we we sure. do things that make us happy. However, I can't have my whole life just be about my own happiness. I can't make my whole life just be about what I want to do. Sure, I have to do things God wants me to do.
1: That's right. That's why He put us here. We are. We have an assignment <clears throat> while we're here, and we don't want to finish our time on earth without fulfilling our assignment.
0: Right. No, I think it's. It's a great challenge. And so to me, as I look through this first part of the, the prayer of Christ, I see, okay, well, Christ wants us to know that he comes from God and he wants us to know that he gives eternal life and he wants us to know, right, yes. that he brought glory to God, that we need to know him just like we seek to know God. And then in verse 5, he says, Now, Father, glorify me in your presence, the glory I had with you before the world began. Mm. That's quite a statement. Yeah, that goes back a little bit, don't it? That's quite a statement. I was, Hey, God, I want, I want to have that glory again that I had with you before the world was even made. Wow. Before this earth was even spinning, mm-hmm. I was with you. And I want to have that same glory I had with you. This is not just a man that was selected by God to be a Messiah. Right. This is not just an ordinary human being. This is somebody who's claiming to be able to give you eternal life. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's claiming that you need to know me. Someone, right? Yeah. Who's saying yeah. he preexisted the world. Yeah. That's pretty stinking big. He yeah. even said, before Abraham was, I am. He made that statement. They tried to stone him for that. Remember? Mm-hmm. Was it John eight fifty eight, 58, I believe it was, that he said that? So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a huge divine statement right
1: there. Sure is. Yeah, and that's what... We believe now he's not just a man. He wasn't just like a prophet. He is the son of God. He was with God from the very beginning.
0: Right. So again, this is our thinking. of If you don't have good thinking, good theology, I mean, how can you have good practice? Like, how can you have good practice as a Christian and following Christ if you don't really even understand who Christ is? Yeah. Right? And I think that Christ (laughs) is revealing himself in this prayer. And sometimes, by the way, if, if you want to know what's on people's minds, listen, pray with them and listen to them pray. Mm-hmm. And you'll get wow. an idea. Like your spouse, listen to what your spouse prays about. It'll give you an idea of her heart, right? For me as a guy, listening to Jerry. If she listened to me, then she's got an idea of what's on my heart. Yeah. Because what you pray and what you're laying out there is kind of revealing yourself. Wow. Isn't that true? It's very true. Right. All right, he came from God six down through 10, I've revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have obeyed your word. Now they know that everything you have given me comes from you. For I gave them the words you gave me and they accepted them. So he's saying, even the words I have are from God. Mm -hmm. He's saying, I'm from God. My words are from God. And he said, they know with certainty that I came from you and they believed that you sent me I pray for them. Now, this is where this prayer now is starting to turn. He's not just talking about God and revealing some of the things on his heart. He's starting to pray for them. Mm -hmm. And so we'll get into that in the next podcast, what that prayer entails. But he said, I pray for them. I'm not praying for the world, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. All I have is yours and all that you have is mine. And glory has come to me through them. And I love how he's saying, you know, some of the glory that God gave Jesus Christ came through his followers. Yes. And some of the glory that we have in this, that God has in this world, that Christ has in this world, is from you. Mm-hmm. Up at the high wall, at the Church of God of Christ. <laughs> and at Eagleville Bible Church, and out of all the other Bible-believing churches that are in this county, and in this state, and in this country, in this world. The work that we do, the help that we are to people, right? Yes, sir.
1: Right. That's very important. And it's just so important for us to recognize Jesus as the son of God. And that may sound oxymoronic saying in a Christian church. Right. But for real, we can get caught up in who he is and not really see who he is. Right. He's not just a fantasy, a fairy tale, not a normal guy. This is the son of God right? who was with God from the very beginning with power and glory. And he never lost any of that when he left.
0: And this is the question, if you believe in God, believe also in me. This yes, is what sir. Jesus Christ said. If you believe in God, believe also in me. And that's John 14, right? Yes. When he was mm-hmm. talking and in other places, he said, too, if you believe in God, believe also in me. Believe that we believe Jesus came from God. We believe that the words Christ gave are from God. They have a divine, not a man-inspired or mm-hmm. a man-empowered type of word. These are God-empowered type of words, so there's a higher authority. And I think that's important for us to recognize as well. We appreciate you tuning into this podcast. Hopefully it's helped you as we go through these first 10 verses here in John chapter 20 verse 15. If you would like to uh, share this podcast, we would appreciate it. You can subscribe to the church page at Igreville Bible Church. Just subscribe to the page. Uh, Share the page, and we'd like to see this ministry uh, be growing and building up, and you can be a part of it by helping us do that. Have a great week.